0: Thank you for tuning in to the KDK9 Show. I'm here every Sunday, noon to two. They moved me. I used to be four to six. Now I'm noon to two. So hopefully I got some new listeners and you're out there. I greatly appreciate you tuning us in. And remember, today is Vikings and the Packers game. Is that kickoff at 3 or 3.30?
1: I believe it's about 3.25. I think it's the big game. Yeah, something like that. It's the big game of the week. Oh, there we go.
0: (laughs) Okay. Did the dogs of 9-11 locate any human survivors? Yes or no? I hope so. Yes, maybe. Yes, the dogs also rescued a cat. Okay, nice. <laughs> and the final survivor to be located was twenty-seven hours of searching was Janelle Gutzman McMillan. She was found by a dog. That was wow. a final survivor. Twenty-seven hours after it. Unreal. Unreal. Okay, now we have a, a, call, yeah. a, a listener that called in. Yeah. That has been to the museum and uh, wants you to bring bring him up. Yeah. This is Chris. Hey, Chris. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Okay, so you were out there. So was it very profound?
2: It was. It It really, truly was.
0: And what did you take uh, away from it, rather than being very sad?
2: <laughs> you know, it, um, it did an amazing job. They built part of the memorial around some of the structure that was still there. Oh, wow um and so you got to see pieces that of the building that were left there was a lot of um videos from family members who had lost somebody that was a hard room to be in okay um they also had a fire engine that melted oh my being next to um the building and it was just a mangled mess wow. and um, lots of fabulous tributes they even had one entire room dedicated to all of the animals that the dogs and everything that were there to comfort the workers that were looking for people and things like that so they had a separate room just for that wow. but it's very profound very sobering um, and to see all the faces the pictures of all the people Wow. It, it, yeah, it
0: was a good trip, but it was it was a tough one. Oh, I, and uh, your why did you go? Because to me, my heart would be so I'd be a puddle by about ten steps into it and couldn't go on. So, what what egged you to do this to go there? Well,
2: my I had a friend who came with um and he did not want to go through it again he had already been through it okay and what i took from it was just how incredible animals and humans and working together and just the it was really cool to see how people just kind of came together to um rescue people just to, to You know, do things that most of us just couldn't even. I I know for myself, I can't comprehend being in a place like that, looking for survivors or looking for remains.
0: Yep, that's that's the same here. It's just unreal. But it was now. What does something cost like that to go to the museum?
2: Um, It was about I think it was about thirty some dollars just to get in. And it kind of goes for the upkeep, it, it's yep. well worth it,
0: oh wow, wow, so that's uh but the, how many rooms are there lots, oh yeah, okay,
2: yeah, you could easily spend more than a day in there oh
0: wow, 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 it's huge now were you when you came out, were you very depressed? <laughs> Um, I don't know if, I just was
2: very, it was very somber. Yeah, there you go, that's a word, you yep. You go out to the pools, the reflection pools and things like that, um, and every, but there's people out there that then were kind of letting emotions, you know, yep. come out from yep. having been in there. Wow. You could overhear people talking just about how hard it was
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Things
0: like that—that's unreal. I wonder how many visitors they've had since it's open. That'd be something to look yeah, up.
2: I think uh, myself and and my family that went were we we're pretty quiet for quite a while. The rest of the day, oh, it so. is.
0: Yeah, well, it's so profound, you know. And then, like you say, to see, see it, the faces, and I'm sorry. Yeah, everything was so profound. You know, uh, and to see the you know, yeah. I just, I was just wondering. I can only imagine. I don't think I, I, I like I said, I probably get about ten feet into it, become a puddle, and have to leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it was amazing when, it's amazing when we all work together. How what we, what we can do when we're stronger than we think, you know, when it comes to disaster. But then we step back, and all that. It's yes, it's tough. Well, I appreciate you. Any, I appreciate you calling in and let us know, you know, about it. So t- thanks for taking the time yeah. and thanks for listening.
2: Oh, yeah, always. I'm I'm Minnie's
0: mom the Newfoundland. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> She's still doing well. Oh, so. good, good. You didn't take Minnie in there, did you? <laughs> no, no.
2: Minnie no. isn't so Minnie. <laughs> no. Nope. She didn't get to come because we flew
0: out there. Oh, so. okay, okay. She What, you didn't buy her a seat of her own? I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that would have
2: been a bit much. But <laughs> now
0: getting, we couldn't find an airline that would do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish there was airlines that Not would do yet, that. Hopefully. <laughs> no kidding. So. Okay, well, thank you so much. Take care. You too. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, that's just, it's just profound. And I just hope, ho- I don't know. The ones that went through it, uh, that, unfortunately, that feeling will go with us. Yeah. You know we can't relate it to the kids or mm-hmm. whatever types things. So, okay, where are we while we take a break, and come back to calls. Okay, okay, sounds good. Okay, here's the question: the t- uh, Let's see, the tiniest search dog at the World Trade Center was from Seattle, weighing over only 18 pounds. Ricky searched for the, in the rubble for 10 days, going where bigger dogs could not. What breed was he? Was he a toy poodle, a Jack Russell, Russell? Yeah, I could talk. Um, a rat terrier or a beagle? We'll be back. All right. All right. Got your head on the sunroof. That's good. Okay, <laughs> the tiniest like search dog, dog. <laughs> the tiniest search dog at the World Trade Center from uh, was from Seattle, weighing only 18 pounds. Ricky searched the rubble for 10 days, going where bigger dogs could not. What breed was he? Was he a toy poodle, Jack Russell, rat terrier, or a beagle? I'll go with beagle. Yeah, that's what I would thought too, uh, but then I put uh, Jack Russell. Okay. And uh, you know what a rat terrier is? Yeah, I actually had a rat terrier. Oh, did you really? Okay, it was a rat terrier. Okay. But I put Jack Russell because I was remembering, you know, I'm thinking in my head, okay, was it Jack Russell or did it have longer legs? Was it a rat terrier? Sure, yep. You know, and so anyway, so yeah, I got that one wrong. So it was a rat terrier named Ricky. Okay. Ricky trained for his job uh, at Putin Sound Urban Search and Rescue for two years. Wow. That's something. Is okay. Where are
1: we at? I just wanted to quickly uh, let you know Tracy called in and she's got some information about the 9 uh, the 11 uh, okay. memorial. And uh, you can actually go to 911memorial.org for more details on all of it. But she said that there's been over 10 million visitors, wow. uh, about 9,000 per day, and from every single one of the states, of course, and then also 170 different nations have, oh, uh, have visited. So
0: incredible. 9,000 a day? Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Holy moly! Thank you, Trace. <laughs> yes. uh, unbelievable. I can't even fathom that nine thousand. Wow. Oh, yeah. But it's hundred what did I say? hundred and ten thousand square feet. That's Just huge. Remarkable. I think it's yeah. over almost all the whole eight acres, which is mm-hmm. a lot. But anyway, uh, I wonder how. Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah. How tall is the museum? I don't know how many floors. We'll oh, have to look I, into that. How many look into that one next. Hey yeah. Tracy, call back. How many floors? <laughs> how many floors is uh, the museum? Okay. All right. Who's up to bat?
1: We've got Diane. She's got a question about uh, a doggo that's having some uh, anxiety issues.
0: Anxiety issues. All right. Diane, you still with us? Yeah, I'm still Hi. here. Hi, Diane. Thanks for holding. I appreciate it. Oh yeah.
3: What can um, I do for
0: you? Well, I have a four month old
3: puppy um, that has some separation anxiety i mean i can't make a move without it you know following me around and when we leave the house it wants to bark and howl and i uh i want a well-behaved dog mm-hmm. and we winter in arizona for three months in an rv park and i can't have this dog that's
0: barks carrying on <laughs> and barking that right. we leave. okay what ta- what kind of uh, what breed it, it's well, as far
3: as we know, because the mother w- was a um, rescue, we think it's a chihuahua Papillon
0: mix. Oh, nice. Okay, and then yeah. um, it's a her or him? It's a male. Okay. okay. How long have you had it? Had him?
3: Um, I have had it for um, probably a month and a half.
0: Okay, where does he sleep?
3: He sleeps in his kennel.
0: Well, I'm proud of you, proud of you. And then, yeah,
3: he's doing real good with the kennel.
0: Nice, nice. Now, do you periodically during the day, do you put him in the kennel here and there, even though you're in the house? No, I don't, not during the day, just at night. No, nope, you're going to start using that kennel during the day because okay. you do not want him to follow you from room to room. And the reason is mm-hmm. that causes separation anxiety. He doesn't have enough confidence in himself to let you out of his sight. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're going to put him in the kennel and maybe, you know, throw a treat in there, just small, very small, or a favorite toy, and just in a happy voice go, kennel. And when he goes in there, oh, very nice, and just walk on. Okay. Uh Sometimes you're going to close the door. Sometimes he just goes in and comes back out again. But now, when he can be in the kennel while you are at home and not be screaming, That will transfer to when you leave, leave the house, okay? Because he's used to not being in your immediate face and space all the time. He's learning independence. Another thing when you leave the house, always leave a radio and or a TV on. Also have a catchphrase when you're actually leaving the house, like catch you later. Because then in time, the dog's learn when he hears the word catch you later, that you will be coming back. All right? And so dogs okay. don't perceive time like we perceive time. We're gone for a couple hours. Usually the dog, what they do is they curl up, go to sleep, and then all of a sudden there you are. <laughs> all right? And so what you got to do, when you if you when you when can get him to tolerate being in the kennel for like five minutes, ten minutes, and then eventually maybe a half hour to an hour while you're home where he just hangs out and there's no screaming, now you got it. And then also with training, you need to build his confidence through training. You know, walking on the least politely, Next to you, no, no, taunt leash, and not scanning in front of you. uh You waiting at the door. You say wait. You go through the door first. He waits for you to say let's go, and then you know by projecting that you are a strong leader, somebody worth following. That then, mm-hmm. and there's consequences. Then what's going to happen is that he's going to. He's going to build those that confidence, and he's going to be a lot better dog in the long run. Also, chumps is things as, te- as simple as teaching tricks, uh, doing some agility, teaching them to jump through a hula hoop, and eventually you can get them to jump through your hands. You know, where you put your hands together. You know, hup, and sure. they can j- jump through it. Or to sit on a chair, tap your knee and say huh, and have him jump onto your lap. And then eventually you can stand and put your knee out and he'll learn to jump onto the knee and up to you know. So the whole thing is is there's so much you can do with this dog. And then the more you use his brain and teach him new things, uh, you could name the dog's toys. This week we're working on Dolly. Okay. Just a minute I saw <clears throat> all on. Around- but anyway, so we're, we're working on Dolly. The more input, the more confidence, and the less barky he's going to be. So it's all in your ball, ball court. You've got to teach, teach, teach.
3: Well, at what age would you start a dog in obedience class?
0: Uh, 12 weeks. Twelve That young? You okay. bet. Yeah, my class is, uh, the pups start at 12 weeks. My puppy class is okay. for dogs that are 12 weeks to four and a half months. And then from five months five months and up, it's beginner one. And so because you're always shaping for the behavior that you want, all right? From the minute that dog, when he walks into your house at eight weeks, there's rules. These are the consequences, all right? Mm -hmm. And so it's not me, master, you dog. What it is is setting up the rules. Are you allowed in all the furniture? Not. Are you uh, allowed in all the rooms? When we go for a walk, this is what I need from you. At four months, it's four blocks. That's two out and two back. We way over exercise puppies, and that's why they get very arthritic too early by pig people that overthrow the ball. And for, you know, we, you throw it once to stop, twice to stop, three and stop. Never more than three in one time. You wait another 15 minutes, and then you can throw it one more time if you want, or two more time, or three more time. And you don't whip it, you lob it. Because it's really hard in the dog's joint to go 100 miles an hour out, slam on the brakes, pick it up, spin, and come back to you. Okay? And so that's okay. why, but you want to teach. Stuff that you need. You know, I my dogs, I never played fetch with. But I did lob things and I, I picked that up, bring it here. So I could point to anything and the dogs would go pick it up and bring it to me. All right. Now you're using, mm-hmm. I'm lazy. I don't want to bend over and pick that. You pick it up and bring it to me, please. Because <laughs> I've always had tall dogs. So I didn't have to bend over before to take it from them. <laughs> now with Gilly 10 pounds, now I have to bend way over. I might as well just mm-hmm. pick it up myself. <laughs> but that's what you got to do is give this dog a job. He needs to be, and the only way you build confidence is through training. And so that's why I teach him words and what they mean. Okay. And like okay. I say, you can decide, You know, I can. You can do a private class up at my place, or we get you and, and the pup uh, organized. Or you can do a, now. My puppy class that starts tomorrow night is uh, is full. The next puppy class I got is September 26th, and so it's two times hour and a half each. Okay. And so, but the, that's the whole thing is we want to start getting that dog thinking, holding a thought, and learning to focus. That's the hardest thing because they all have a attention span of a gnat, and so you start really working them. Okay. Yep. Okay, kiddo. Good luck. Okay. Take All right, care. thank you so much. You betcha, bye bye. All right, yes, uh, because you, you know, eight weeks when they come in, eight weeks to t- uh, twelve weeks they sleep a lot. You still want to work with the little things, you know, like the sit and trying to get them to walk on a leash, maybe for a half a block, but uh, but the whole thing is, is that you know you just don't you know have the dog for three months and say okay. There's rules, (laughs) and that really just blows a dog's mind. Like, excuse me, are you the same person? (laughs) So, you know, I mean, just the minute uh, you get a dog, like a rescue dog, they come into the house, those rules start. Don't let them, like, well, we'll let them hang out for a month, and then we'll start. No, the minute you walk in that, these are the rules. This is what I expect of you. And it's not, like I say, me master you dog. You know, it's a, you got to get that grill in there. Ah, ah, ah. Be nice or no bite or whatever. Okay, where are we at? Uh, we are going to
1: uh, Ray now, and I uh, got a question about a dog with a hip displacement situation. Yes. So, Ray,
2: are you there?
0: Hi, Ray. Yes. Hey, how you doing? Hello. Hi there. I'm there. I'm here. Are you there?
2: Hi. I've got a 12 year old white German Shepherd that's uh, his hips are really bad, and I was wondering if there's anything I can do for him.
0: Uh, a couple things. Number one. Make sure he's not overweight. You want him as lean as possible. As lean as possible. I do that. Good. I'm proud of you. Okay, then the next thing you could do is you could try Boswellia. B O S W E L L I A. What?
2: I didn't hear you. I'm sorry.
0: Uh Boswellia for the pain?
2: Boswellia?
0: Boswellia B O S W E L L I A. It's great for pain in humans, you know, if you've got arthritis or joint pain or whatever. You can get it at a health food store. What you do, the amount you give a dog is what it says for a human. You give half the amount. Now, how many pounds is your uh, shepherd? About 90. 90? Okay, well, you can give him the regular human dose. With a dog that size, you probably can go up to about 1,500 milligrams a day. I'm right. not a vet. I'm not a vet. Okay, this is what I've done for my dogs. Okay, another thing you can do, you can go to springtimeinc.com, dot com, and they have a really good joint formula for dogs that works really well. And they have, it's you called do. Advanced Joint, is what it's called. Uh, fish oil, really good fish oil yeah. is excellent for for the uh, for the joints. You're there. Yeah. yeah. Uh oh. We did we. Are you there? Hello. Okay. Sure,
2: I think I can hear you better now.
0: Oh, that's good. You'll have to listen to, but um, the, the replay. Uh, joint. Uh, good fish oil is 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 excellent for dogs with joint problems, and then that advanced uh, hip joint for uh, from Springtime Inc, and then. Um, Uh, No jumping, no fetching. You're just no.
2: We don't do any of that.
0: Good, good, good. Yeah,
2: he has trouble walking, so we don't do anything. Another thing
0: that I would do. How many years? How old is he?
2: Twelve.
0: Twelve. Okay. I would go to not you, but the dog. Take the dog to a chiropractor because all the years, all the years of jumping and twisting and turning and stairs and in and out, I would go to a chiropractor. Okay.
2: All
0: right. Uh, that's a definite, especially the older dogs. Uh, but the, between all that, then, and what food are you feeding?
2: Uh, it's Canada Day uh, salmon.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, uh, but rotate. You don't want to just be feeding total salmon all the time. You know, anytime, Oh, I see. Whenever you open a bag of dog food, it should be fed out within a week and a half to two weeks, and then you're into a new formula. And Nutrisource oh, has I got uh, awesome, awesome formulas to rotate through. Also, you might want to try adding some... Um, meat, you know I mean, uh, raw meat into the diet too, that will help the joint because, you know, dry food raw is all meat? Yep, dry food is all processed okay, and a lot of times oh, if, you, if you're dealing with a joint, you know, anything that you want, to, the less processed stuff if you go to see, pro, okay. go to primalpooch.com 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 ha- yep, and that will help you uh, cook for the dog and, and, and better food for the dog, okay?
2: Sure.
0: Okay, kiddo, good luck.
2: Thank you so much.
0: You betcha. Bye-bye. Uh, okay, I don't know which one to do. Even though the World Trade Center, uh, let's see, and the parent got us over the dog of 9-11 are still contributing to society and not just as rescue dogs. About Oh, never mind. I'll be back. Yep. All right. Thank you for tuning in. We didn't do a trivia quiz. Because I couldn't get my poop out of group. So, so <laughs> let's just go to the callers that have been patiently waiting.
1: Sounds good. Well, next we are going to uh, chat with uh, Sarah, who's got a uh, puppy that might be dealing with some potential allergies. She Ooh, ask potential
0: about. allergies. All right. Hey there. How you doing? Are you talking to Sarah? Uh, yep. Okay. Hi. Hi, Sarah. Um, hi. I'm having a hard time hearing you all of a sudden. Oh, huh. I wonder what's is our lines going goofy? I don't know. That the last guy was having him. trouble too. Sure. Yeah, yeah trouble. I'll, I'll we're, do my f- best. Okay, right, we, we're yeah. we're fine here. Okay. <clears throat>
4: what kind of dog That's you got? You. Um, he's a pit bull mix. Okay. He's a rescue from Louisiana. Um, he's one year old, and he, I've got him on a good diet because I've listened to you. Oh, thank you. Um, but he's lately in the last couple of weeks he's been scratching his ears a lot, and he's been biting on his paws. Okay. And so what I've done is I gave him, started giving him some more probiotic in his food good. twice a day. Okay. And I was also giving him um, some organic apple cider vinegar. Good, good. Um, and it seemed to help for a couple of days, but now he's back to it.
0: Okay. To his normal stuff. Okay. Um, now, is he actually, is he scratching his ears or trying to take his paw and dig into the ears? He's digging. He's definitely he He's digging in the ears. Okay. Yeah. Then what you might want to do now, when you put your finger in the ear and kind of wiggle it, does he shake uh-huh. his head? Does he shake his head? Yeah. Let
4: me try. Hold on. Ah,
0: he's right there. I haven't
4: there. tried that. He's right here. Okay.
0: Okay. Just, no. Just, he just kind doesn't of swivel shake around. his head. Good. 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 Okay. Because then it's not looking at me like. I'm yeah. Crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then now the apple cider vinegar. How much are you giving him?
4: Two regular spoonfuls. It probably amounts to about a tablespoon.
0: Okay. And then how often were you doing that? Twice a day. Oh, twice a day. Meal. Okay. okay. Um, uh, so then now, is he on any other supplements? Any any other meds? No
4: meds. Um, he takes, I give them some oil. It's like a hemp seed oil, and it's got some other oils in it. Okay. Like some fish oils. It's, oh, nice. It's, it's got omega three six and nine or something like that and it's I'm also giving him a whole body supplement that I get from
0: Diane Sessing. okay good old Diane she's good yep um so, okay now in the hemp oil is there flaxseed huh? oil what was that in the hemp oil is there flaxseed oil in there um I can
4: go look at the bottle
0: really because quick. one thing that people don't realize is dogs can't digest the flaxseed Oil or flax seed, like they say, you know, granule powder or whatever type thing. Yeah. They think they're doing a good thing for their coat. And the thing is, is they have a hard time digesting it. Okay? And so, anyway, so you like like I say, you want the good oils, whether it be krill, fish. This has sardine, anchovy, and hemp seed oil. Oh, nice. Okay, good job. Good job. I'm proud of you. Okay, now, when you say itches, how often? Um...
4: Maybe just a handful of times a day because okay. he's pretty busy otherwise. Okay, what's his coat
0: look like? Is it dull? Is it flaky? Is it shiny?
4: Nope, it's pretty shiny. Well, oh, good. Yep. Okay. He he was severely underweight when I got him in January. Mm-hmm. Um, his weight has come up and he's filled out quite a bit. Nice. And gotten muscle mass. And oh, nice,
0: nice, nice.
4: Uh, He's been on this. I've rotated him through. I've uh, been doing two different kinds of puppy food from a nutrition source. All right.
0: But- I don't know if it's there's been too much chicken in there. or Something was my thought. Um, well, you think a dog has might have a food allergy that it can be built, and chicken is the number one allergen yeah. because it's in everything. You could uh-huh. try the Pure Vital line of Nutrisource because when it says turkey, it's only turkey; duck, it's mm-hmm. only duck; beef, it's only beef. So that's what I would do to try to see if it's some kind of a, a, a meat, you know, aversion, you know, to that. Mm-hmm. See if that makes a difference. All right, now ri- now if you give him raw chicken that's totally different than the when you cook it it becomes okay. it denatures it okay but mm-hmm. that's what i would try is to try, i would try the pure vitaline line just to see you know and, and then also too you could try doing some raw you know in between, you know i only do raw in the evening with my, the mm-hmm. big dogs um uh, uh, cuz it, it there's a longer time from dinner to breakfast than breakfast to dinner and so mm-hmm. it stays in their system longer and i feel they they benefit more from it but you can okay. try, you know, that, you know, all your pet food stores, you know, uh, they have the freezer section. So you can mm-hmm. maybe add that into it because maybe, you know, he's over-processed sized. <laughs> You know, sometimes you got to pull sure. him off to process stuff just like in humans when they're mm-hmm. trying to fix it. But you're doing everything right, what you're giving him, proud of you, okay? so But, okay. The, but the thing um, is, is that I would rotate and maybe rotate more. How, how often do you rotate?
4: Well, he and my other... Medium-sized dog or finishing off a bag in about a week and a half
0: or two. Oh, good. Okay, that's exactly what that, yeah, that's exactly what you want to do. But that's what I would do, though. I would try to go to the Pure Vita line and then, you know, try the turkey and sweet potato. Try the, you know, duck and and, and lentils and, uh, you know, I mean, and then uh, Pure Vita also has, uh, it's not all grain-free. They do have, like, duck and oatmeal, all right? And so you can, uh, but what we want to do here is eliminate meats and then we can, if he settles down, then we know there's a meat and it could be, the, you know, the chicken in it or whatever it could be sometimes. Did you say eliminate meat? No, no, no. No, no. what happens is that with the Pure Vital line, okay, because it's only turkey and only beef okay. and only duck, okay, what we're doing is it's a food elimination, okay. you know, okay. whereas, because you only getting turkey. Because usually most, if you look on most of the bags... What happens is that that they use like two or three different kinds of meats, and it's usually chicken in there because it's cheap. I don't think anything cheap nowadays. Do but you it, think that that's even the case
4: with like the nicer brands like From and Nutrisource? Say that again. Do you think that's the case with the nicer brands like From and Nutrisource as well? As far
0: as what? Um, having more than one kind of meat. Uh, well, uh, but the way they make dog food now, you know, like I say, they do it to get it to the protein levels that it says. They use mm-hmm. different sources of meat because you know they're trying to keep it reason price so that you can afford it. You know, so that mm-hmm. by by blending meats together, they don't have to buy so much this and so much that. And you know, what I mean, it's easier yeah. and, and for cheaper for them to make the food. And uh, yeah. so that's why, like I say, when you find just the turkey or just the duck or just the beef, that's a rarity of the dog food dog food world. And that's uh, when we when we think that. There might be a chicken allergy. That's what we do. We put them on just uh, so the chicken gets eliminated. And if all the itching goes away or the scratching goes away, aha, bingo. That Mm -hmm. is a chicken problem. So then we're not going to be doing anything with chicken. okay Okay. so that's the that's the route because you got all the good supplements and stuff like that so that's the route that i would stay on is that let's try the the food elimination whereas instead of doing a dog food that has four three four different kinds of meats in it we're just going to do a dog food aka purvita that just has what they call it limited ingredients Okay? okay
4: can i ask you is there anything you would recommend to get him to slow down his eating
0: yeah don't feed dry food dry Put, I don't. Okay. Yep. And so then, what you do? But if he slams it when he, when you've rehydrated it, mm-hmm. there is no he problem. Does. There's no problem. It's only if they slam dry food that because okay. then it goes into their stomach hole, and then they yeah. drink a lot of water to rehydrate. And then now it rehydrates in the gut, and you, you have a higher chance of bloat. Okay, the well, other, I,
4: re, I hydrate it
0: like you've recommended, good. so, so that, not slamming dry food typically. Okay, good. Yeah, because that's that's only a problem when they slam dry food. Otherwise, right. what you can do is that now the food is rehydrated, okay? Mm-hmm. And what you could do is you could take a, a cookie sheet or whatever type thing and put a blop here, a blop here, a blop there. <laughs> you know, so that's he's got to go idea. different places to get it. Um, and oh I well, I, hadn't, I knew one gal that had five different spots in her kitchen, like in huh. the bowl. So the dog had to go in between and she rehydrated all the food, you mm-hmm. know, and so, but he, he had to walk to the next di- di- It's like having a five course meal. <laughs> Gosh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, okay. Thank you so much. You betcha, kiddo. Have a good evening. You too, bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, well, it was so funny because it's like, oh, what what course is he on? He's on four now. He's <laughs> only got one left. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, and Plus, it's fun for the dog, too. Sure. See, dogs were brought here. God made dogs to be the cleanup crew, to eat everything and anything and never skip a but beat. Lucky them, we bring them into our house. We feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day, and we wreck their gut system. And why vets, I wish they would get more into the nutrition And is that they say, oh, don't change the food. The dogs are wired to have to eat one thing this morning, another thing tonight, another thing tomorrow. You know, the more you can rotate, and especially little dogs. Most little dogs, uh, like I call twenty pounds and under, they don't like anything uh, more than three days. They turn their nose up like you got something else, and so that you know, it's it's just crazy, is what it is. Are we, do I have to go to break?
1: Yes, it'd be great to break we, here. It, and it we was... got two quick colors we can hopefully get through before the uh, end of the show.
0: Okay, let's see. Even though their work at the World Trade Center and the Pentagon is over, the dogs of 9/11 are still contributing to society and not just as rescue dogs. about a hundred of the dogs enrolled in a three-year study. what did the study examine? effects of ash uh, effects of ash and an exposure on dogs sense of smell, rescue dog training techniques, health effects of exposure to ash and toxins. Be back. We're winding it down, and please uh, take the time to uh, remember 9/11. All the—that's what started uh, all the wars, and why we have got so many veterans that have. PTSD, and then uh, missing limbs, and uh, and then just all the grieving of people's loss of the lives. And, and so, you guys, 9-11 is don't ever forget it, and please pass it on. Even though most, uh, their work at the World Trade Center and the Pentagon is over, the dogs of 9-11 are still contributing to society, and not just as rescue dogs. About 100 of the dogs enrolled in a three-year study. What did the study examine? Effects of ash exposure on dogs' sense of smell? Rescue dogs? training techniques health effects of exposure to ash and toxins
1: I'm gonna go with the last one
0: uh, you the you got yeah okay. health effects of exposure to ash and toxins yeah. Yep, and so uh, it is, it's You ready for this. The rescue dogs work 12 to 17 hours shifts wow. in the ash and smoke without masks or respirators. They were exposed to numerous toxins, including asbestos and PCBs. Some dogs began showing symptoms of exposure-related re, uh, illnesses almost immediately. Their handlers are being studied also. Hopefully, the research will give a data on how to recognize and prevent and treat exposure-related um, ailments. All right, even twelve to seventeen hours a day. Unreal. And see, so one thing that when, when a dog uses his nose, you know, to uh, find things, that's why you can do three finds. You know, you got a high-energy dog. You teach him nose work because you can do three finds, not at the same time. One in the morning, one in the afternoon, mm-hmm. one in the evening. That dog is going to be calm and steady because it takes every of their being to focus and. What am I looking for? Sure. And so for the dog to work, I'm sure it's now it wasn't steady. They had breaks. I get that, mm-hmm. but they were on site. So anyway, gotcha. okay. Who's
1: up? Um, real quick, we have two callers to get it through, but I wanted to mention. Colleen called in, and you mentioned the uh, the with that uh, dog that was dealing with the hip issue. Yep. You mentioned uh, chiropractic as yep. an option. She was asking about acupuncture. If you think that's something that's an option as well, definitely. Okay, cool.
0: I'm t- uh, chiropractor, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. There's so many Ray-K, There's so many things out there that can help. I always start with chiropractor because it's cheaper, more right. reasonable. Yep. But yeah, acupuncture and stuff like that, definitely, definitely.
1: Awesome. Now oh. we will head over to Cindy, then, who is uh, got some advice or looking for some advice about a new rescue that she's uh, bringing into the home.
0: Alrighty then. Hi, Cindy. Hi. Hi. So, what kind of new bu- bu- pupper do you have? He
5: is a rat terrier and chihuahua mix.
0: Lots of energy there.
5: (laughs) Yeah. So we had a rat terrier for seventeen years before he got spleen cancer and died Uh, fifteen or five years ago. Wow. And so we had sent him to Oak Ridge Kennels to be trained so we never had to use a leash on him. He was just hand trained and Walked next to us, never nice. bolted or anything. Nice. So now we're getting a new one. And I'm like, okay, that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> do we use a collar? Or do we use a harness until he gets the point of going to training again? Or how?
0: Um, how? How old? He's three months. Three months. Okay. uh he's a he's little coming pumpkin. from Texas. Okay. Okay.
5: And the only bad habit we know that he has right now is that he jumps and bites at you, which uh-huh. that. Is easily oh.
0: curable. Well, that's yeah. no problem. Yep, 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 yep. Depends how many pounds he is. The star, you know, I'm a fan of the star mark collar. S T A R M A R K. You can get it online. Okay. And you can take the links out. It's just plastic and nylon. And it, what it does is it pokes the dog. You know, like if I want your attention, I poke you. If you don't give it to me, okay. I poke you harder. And you look at me like, what? Wow, what? I got your attention. What am I going to do with it? And so that's why the star mark collar, especially for small dogs, because it doesn't uh, uh, close tight on their. Exo- esophagus okay Okay, so you don't have to worry about hurting that harnesses restrain they don't train And when you get little dogs, it's easy just to pull them back. But if that was a great date at the end of it, that wouldn't work. You'd need a training collar. (laughs) And it teaches a dog to pull. You pull, they pull, and you pull them back. And then they pull even harder. Just like if I wanted, uh, if I pulled your arm towards me, your automatic reaction is to pull the opposite way. And the harder I pull you, the harder you pull away. And that's how harnesses work. But people are thinking they're being more humane by using the harness, whereas you're actually doing more, not, you're not doing anybody any justice for anything. So that's what I understand. But then now the star mark.
5: It's like, I don't know where to start now. Yeah. The star mark.
0: Yeah. The star mark collar is only on when the leash is attached and you're attached to the leash. Okay. And then otherwise, you're just going to have a regular everyday collar. But first, the dog has to get used to an everyday collar. And then you put the star mark with that everyday collar because it crosses so he doesn't get the full effect. And then once he understands it and he's not worried about it, then you could just use the star mark collar total. Okay, but oh, there again. When the leash comes off, so does the training collar, and you just have him on a regular street collar. And then you got to brush up on a potty training. Brush up on yeah, it's
5: going to be that'll be interesting. He's not potty trained yet, but yep, you
0: just got to teach our him. Our last what his, rat terrier learned really, really quickly. Good, so. and then make sure he gets adjusted to a kennel. Put the kennel next to your bed, okay? And so then, um, you know, like if he, he if he wakes if he goes to bed nine ten, he's going to work up bet- wake up between one two and three at five. Five, six, there we go. And so we. Yeah, because, uh, I mean,
5: our last rat terrier was just that he'd go out the door and go, hurry up, and he'd go and keep looping, yeah.
0: come right back All right,
5: in. there you go. But see, so that's and Then you he'd to- eat, and then he'd go to the neighbor's house and have breakfast over there
0: again. Oh, no. Quite <laughs> 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 a guy about town, huh?
5: <laughs> well, actually, yeah, he was. We had elderly neighbors, and they always said they owned the front half, we owned the back half. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's good. Also,
5: I have one more question. Huh. Okay, he's on right now. Where he's coming from in Texas, they have him on Purina Pro Plan puppy food, mm-hmm. which is, doesn't really thrill me too much. Good. But that's what we bought, so he wouldn't have such a. Switched no, so fast. right,
0: but what you want to do is just if you can get him off like into onto the NutraSource products, you, you know, okay. rotate it, rotate out of what you bought, you know, the Purina product over uh-huh. a week, week and a half that you can get him back onto the NutraSource or introduce some raw, introduce some people food, you know, but do it slow. But he's uh, the first week is a lot of stress for the pups that are coming. Now is he flying or being driven? He's being driven. Good, thank you. But anyway, so the first week is going to be kind of a so don't change anything the first week, right? Okay. Just uh, get to know him, get start getting him to understand the rules like pottying and stuff like that. And then the second week start rotating in the the better food. And then, okay. uh, but yeah, you're totally right. Um, the Nutrisource would be a yeah. better bet. And then I like was
5: thrilled about that, but I knew you can't switch them up right, right away. Yeah.
0: Yep. So, okay, kid okay good Thank luck you. have fun yeah have a great week <laughs> you bet bye-bye i haven't had a puppy you ready for this yeah 53 years wow because they're a lot of work mm-hmm. if you want to do it right it's a lot of work sure. but most people are yeah they're like i, there's, I get the biggest out of people that haven't had a pup like in 17 years and they get one they're like boy i don't remember this <laughs> but see we're older we get tired faster. In some respects, it's like, no, not now. I'm busy right now. So anyway, okay, let's head with the last call. See if we can squeeze them in.
1: Awesome. This is Julie, and she's got a question on how to be the best uh, grandparent uh, to oh. a uh, to a new puppy.
0: All right. Hey, Julie, how you doing? Hello? Hello. Hi there. Hi. Hi. What can I do for you? Well, I am a new
2: grandmother to a uh, lab one-year-old lab puppy well, congratulations and thank you he's so cute and he's a lot of fun he's very smart okay. but he's very active yep and we he loves me to death mm-hmm. and when he comes to my house he's just he's insane he's so crazy he, it takes a long time for settle for him to settle down okay um i'm thinking maybe i would become a play person instead of a leader of the pack okay what should, what's the best way to approach him
0: what I would do is, does he know any obedience at all, like walking on a leash, nice and stuff like that?
2: You know, my son took him to a couple of classes and then dropped it. He didn't really like
0: the trainer, so okay. I've tried a little bit, but I don't have him often enough to do that myself. So, okay, so be the grandma that's going to teach him tricks and drain his brain. Okay, you want to okay. got got a piece of paper and a pencil? Yes. Yeah. Okay, you want the, the book called Brain Games for Dogs? Okay. Brain Games for Dogs by Sodom, S-O-N-D-E-R-M-A-N-N, all right? Because the big thing is he uses, you know, he's a lab, so he wants to use his nose to find things. Now, you're going to teach him how to find things and solve puzzles at the same time, and that's going to make him calm down real. When you use the brain, that steadies a dog out ASAP. So he may come in and jump, jumpy, jump. He's going to go home, and your uh, whoever, your daughter or whatever is going to call him. What did you do to our dog? He's so calm. He's so quiet. <laughs> I drained his brain is what I did. Okay, because okay. Okay, that's the best thing. And then let's say you're, uh, you're outside and he's like, he's being an idiot jumping or whatever. Put a leash on a mm-hmm. collar and then stand on it with two feet. Okay, and so it should be a six foot line. So you can hold the right, the hook, or the hook, the handle in okay. your right hand. And then stand on the leash so that when he's standing on all four paws, that his head is dipped okay. a little bit. But if he tries to lurch forward at somebody or jump up on you, he can't. He corrects himself. Okay. And what we're after is that pretty soon he's sitting and pretty soon he's laying. And you haven't done nothing, but you taught him how to calm himself down. Okay. And another okay. thing that you okay. want to do is, do you ever hear me talk about the invisible dog? Um, <laughs> no, I have not. You sit on the leash, Take you put the, just a regular buckle collar, okay, and then okay. you have a six-foot leash. And then you're going to put the bulk of the leash on your chair, let's say a kitchen chair. Okay. Sit on it. Okay, and then you only give him enough leash that if he lays down, you know, the collar stays loose. Don't give him too okay. much leash. He'll, you know, he'll tie you up. Okay, now take your right hand and hold your left wrist and rest it in your in your lap. And just sit right. relax. Okay, now if he tries to put his paw up or come up into your face, turn your head sideways because the side profile is a calming signal. Lean forward okay. and extend your arms out and go, ah! Okay, put it back in your lap. And here he comes again, ah, don't ever look at the dog. What we're doing is okay. teaching the dog how to calm themselves down by themselves without any help from you. And that's the hardest right. thing for everybody. But So if you want him to be a calmer, steadier dog at your house, you want to do the right. brain teasers and you want to sit on the leash and ignore the dog. You got five minutes okay. and ignore the dog. Got 15 minutes, a half hour. You want to read a book, talk on the phone, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Don't look at him. Don't touch him. And if he looks up at you, okay. you don't, uh, don't give my sight. Turn your head sideways. calm signal. It's a calming signal. Side okay. profile, so okay. that will help That's you immensely. Okay. okay. See, I just heard you talking about the smart collar. StarMark collar. StarMark collar. And you could try Would that. That'd be a good thing. Investment you can give it a try too for you, you, when we take him for walks yep. and things. Give it a try. You can get the large. Okay. We got to run. Okay. Have, thanks for the call, kiddo. Take care. All right, thank you so much. You betcha. Bye bye. you bet. Okay, Mike, we're winding down. And go Vikes. The yes. Packers. Uh, what do you say? Three twenty-five.
1: I think yeah, three twenty-five. Yeah.
0: So you got So we can't wait. Nice day to watch it outside. Mm-hmm. Would that be cool? It'd be awesome. So, Mike, you did awesome. Appreciate you actually seeing you in person. Yes, it's <laughs> nice to have you back in. Here. Yeah. Well, thank you. You all. You have a great week. Go Vikes. And if you don't train them, don't blame them. And you know what? Don't hide your dogs. Train them. See you next week.